too. That's yeah. Game. yeah. <laughs> Yo, so today, y'all, it's kicking off season two. We're going to be talking about watching your words. Mm-hmm. Watching your words. So it reminds me of the saying when you were kids, right? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Not true. Not true at all. Just like sticks and stones break your bones, words can break your spirit. They can break you down emotionally, mentally. This is how powerful words are. Matter of fact, words hurt more than sticks and stones. Because even though sticks and stones can break your bones, you can heal from those a little quicker than, sometimes quicker than when people put their words on you. Especially people that are close to you and they say things to you, uh, whether they mean it or not. It can sometimes have a lasting effect that becomes hard to overcome, right? So it's not as easy to heal from those words. And so when we think about watch your words, we're talking about your words have weight, right? And your words have, have so much power to them. And sometimes we don't realize how much power that they have. But to really get an understanding of how much power words have, just... I mean, on your spare time, step outside and look at everything that has been created. And then I want you to think about how these things got created. And if you're not sure, go to the book of Genesis and it will show you in chapter one how things got created. Because it begins with, of course, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. But then it says, then God said, let there be light. It started with the words of God. And when God spoke these things, these things began to happen. And so if God was using words to create what you see now, imagine, imagine, excuse me, how more powerful these words have become in the world today. So don't just think, oh, well, he's God. And so when he spoke, it happened. Well, we came from God. We were made in his image. And so how we express his image, I mean, is a a totally different thing. But at the same time, you're still using his words, if that makes sense. And I don't mean like, oh, I mean, if I'm cussing, I'm using God's words. Not from that standpoint. You're still using the same method that he used. And so when you use words, you should use words to create like he did. But when you use your words, sometimes we create other things that go opposite of who he is. And so just kind of giving you a little background of the weight of your words and how much power and why they carry that much power because they're, they're, they've been made to be creative. It reminds me of Proverbs 1821, um, death and life lie in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat of its fruit. So if you love being messy and um, speaking death and over people and um, sick disease and just very, like, you know, what they like to call negative Nancy, um, you know, if you love doing that stuff, you love its fruit, which is basically horrible things. Um, and those who listen, who love, um, for example, gossip, which is death of the tongue, then they will eat of its fruit. And that's not a good fruit to eat. It actually leaves a bad taste in the mouth and stomach. And so 
if you on the opposite end love you know you know God's words as you know my husband would say um then you love good fruit you love sweet fruit you love God's words that is sweet as honey um to the soul and you um love life yes instead of death which produces happiness peace kindness love joy you know fruits of the spirit um fruit 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 joy fruit and so um this is a result of your words as mentioned we have substance and they're weighty and they mean more than you think literally as said in proverbs i believe 1821 way death or life death or life you choose right so it's being careful with what we say and the words we use how we say like just being super careful and it roots from and starts from your foundation in Jesus Christ so like um living out and practicing what you read instead of just reading to know it you're reading to live it and you're reading to experience God's word and so where in normal conversation scripture comes out instead of you know of course for example cussing or gossiping or and you'll start to see like things um that you used to do or things of the world aren't as attractive anymore um the things you used to say the conversations you used to have it's just not attractive anymore and it's like things start start to become small start to become petty and pointless and like why are we talking about this like okay yeah that it's not of the word so it's not of edification right it's not building me up it's not um and not saying every conversation has to be in depth and deep thought and super super deep but that holds some kind of substance some kind of flavor you know we're salt of the earth we're the light of the earth and we should be talking as such I think about um, <clears throat> it's funny I shared it on my Facebook uh, today I was uh, looking at a scripture in Psalms 33 and 6 I'm a paraphrase but it says by the word of the Lord the heavens were made um, and uh, all of its hosts uh, by his breath and I just thought man isn't that interesting that the same breath that created heaven and all of its hosts which I can only imagine what that looks like. And that goes far beyond what I can see or think. But the same breath that did all of those things is the same breath that I breathe each and every day. And so summing up what I said was, it's crazy because as we inhale and exhale, it's a reminder that we have another opportunity to create, just like God created. And so... Excuse me. That ties right into like our our the power of our words because our words are backed up by the very very breath of God that made the heaven and all of its hopes. And so I mean it's a it's a very serious thing as my wife was saying with 
You know the scripture that says life and death is in the power of the tongue. This is how weighty words are. They can either lead you to life and prosperity or they can lead you to poverty and death. And those are things that we have to consider, especially in casual conversations and all these other things. Like even to the point where, you know, somebody is like, man, you scared me to death. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, and I know, like, you know, it's a figure of speech or whatever. But that I think that's the danger of us kind of trying to shy away from the seriousness of our words. And like, you know, I say that tongue in cheek, but it's like, nah, you should really watch what you're saying. Because even though you may be saying it casually, it doesn't stop the the understanding of the words and how they are manifested it doesn't stop that thing from going into motion right and so you may not mean it in such a sense of like i'm literally scared to death but words don't understand that if that makes sense like words just know this is what was said so we are setting this thing in motion to manifest it now think about the scripture in isaiah where it says uh, no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every word uh, now and every word every excuse me every tongue that rises up against you you shall condemn and so when we think about every tongue that rises up against us why is that so important because we use our tongue to produce words and when this tongue rises up against us what is this tongue doing it's saying things against us and so we got to be ready to use our words to condemn those words so they don't get manifested in our heart and so you know i think about uh jesus when he approached the fig tree when the fig tree didn't produce what he desired he spoke to it he didn't kick it He didn't break anything physically off of it. He just spoke to it. And because when he spoke to it, that fig tree had to come under the submission of those words and be obedient to what was said out of the Lord's mouth. And we may say, oh, well, that's Jesus. Well, we have that same type of power and authority being in Christ. And so therefore we can speak to things and things can happen for us and things that are happening against us must stop when we speak with his authority. And that's why he's given us his words. That's really good. A point you brought up about our words manifesting and creating. We don't think about that, that, oh, this is actually creating something like... I think, and it's um, a quote from Eat, Sleep, Prophesy, Repeat (laughs) by Tomi Ariomi. If you haven't got it, we're promoting. (laughs) Pick that up. Shameless plug. (laughs) So, um, to basically not let your form con you. So, when you look in the mirror, to know that you spiritually are bigger than what you see. You're more powerful than, than you know of. Of course, already said, we're made in the image of God. And so we look like God, okay? We hopefully speak like God. <laughs> you know, His he's made our tongues to glorify him, to exalt him, to worship him. And when there's something opposite of that coming out, like you had said, 
we create things like we create um, an atmosphere of praise we create when we're worshiping um, and glorifying God we create um, you know electricity amongst others to do the same in worship we create you know we usher in angels right we usher in the presence of the Lord just imagine what you usher in when you start to um, speak negative things when you start to um, speak that which is not true of the Lord when you start to even pervert scripture you know what uh, what what are you really ushering in um things are spiritual i know people don't like to be like oh you're so spiritual not everything is spiritual well <laughs> life is spiritual and i i get that quote also um i learned that from um for scripture and then um jo- apostle joshua selman he preached on that life is spiritual you know when you look at things everything's spiritual if you really really think about it um so what are you ushering in brings the question to the forefront um when you start saying oh you ain't gonna do this or you so retarded you so dumb you know (laughs) like what are you ushering in you're ushering um yes the spirit of you know there's a dumb and deaf spirit right there's all kinds of spirits out there that are negative and contrary to that which God has created you to be. And so when you speak that over people or people speak that over you, you, of course, like my husband, denounce it. Um, and um, or even when a thought comes to your head about somebody, you denounce that. You're like, that's not true. That's not true. God didn't make them that way. You know, and if they are, there needs to be a deliverance, right? There needs to be prayer because how can we fully serve God in all health, you know, when we have an ailment or a certain, um, I guess, diversion, you would say, or disease or um, anything outside of his will? Like, how can you fully, you know, and be like worship and serve the Lord if you're sick, you're always sick, or you're always um, complaining or gossiping, or, you know, just filled with all that junk, you know, how can you fully, fully do what God has called you to do? You are weighted down with other people's words, your words, and if you haven't noticed, words that have manifested into your life now. You're weighted down. And another thing you said earlier, um, it's true because someone had mentioned it, is where you implied that um, negative words or statements that people have said, even if it's like a long time ago or years ago, those are the words that you remember. Those are the things that stick. Not so much as the positive, because you're like, oh yeah, okay. But I believe why the negative sticks so much and so hard and so close especially to people from people who are close to you is that uh, maybe it's an insecurity you know that they hit and so now your mind starts to wander and to go into well maybe that is true maybe or should I and well I was kind of and then you start believing that crap and it's like that ain't right that ain't true and that's not you you know and 
That's why it's so close to, or so close. It's so important to renew our minds daily, um, to meditate on God's word day and night, right? To um, know who we are in Christ. So you won't believe the garbage that people throw your way, and you again can denounce it and say, "No, greater is He that is in me than He that is in this world." You know, I am made in the image of God. I am made in the image of Christ. Like, no, that, that's a lie from the pits of hell. I will resist the devil and he will flee from me. I will submit to God. I will draw near to him and he will draw near to me. And so these promises are made and true and for us to state over and over again till we start believing and walking in it. Because um, I read also, it was from T.L. Osborne's uh, book, Healing the Sick. Faith is, you know, it's an inward thing, right? It's the hope. Uh, faith is the substance of things hoped for, right? The evidence of things not seen. But belief is when you put that faith into action. Belief is when you start acting on that which you have faith in. Um, so, yeah, what is that? Faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. Those works is that belief and faith put in action. So, and it's interesting too. Well, two things I thought about um, about the last thing you said that stuck out to me is you know people do remember the negative thing that was said about them more than the positive because it's like you know if somebody said a hundred good things about you then they said one negative thing about you people kind of hone into that one negative thing mm-hmm. instead of realizing that there was a hundred great things said about you and it makes me think about athletes right athletes nfl nba majority of the time it's there's a thing right before they enter in the draft called a draft scout and so what they do is they tell you hey here's this player's weakness here's this player's strength and most of the time you get more strength than you do weaknesses but it's what motivates these players is they're motivated by the scout pointing out their weakness like oh man you know if it's a basketball player they said I can't shoot that well. And so I went to the gym and I just started working on my jump shot without realizing that they said, yeah, one of his weaknesses is he can't shoot that well, but he's such a great leader. He has such great vision. He's going to be able to lead his team and overcome obstacles and all these other things. And usually that's what outweighs the weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And, but players, and they use it as motivation, which is fine. But it, it goes to show how much more we focus on the negative aspect of it than we do being motivated and energized by the positive aspect of it. And not to say that when people say negative things against you or point out a weakness that you can't learn from it and grow, but you don't allow that to really define you to the point where you're so motivated by that. Because I'm like, what if it was all good things said about you? Would you still be as motivated to be great? It's a subconscious strive to be perfect Mm -hmm. because it's been pushed down our throats through social media and just life in general. Right. And you you miss like, wait a minute, your good outweighs your bad. And so that's, again, the importance of words. Um, The other thing I did think about was uh, I said, man, wow the enemy really doesn't have access to you until you speak because you think about i was thinking about adam and eve being in the garden satan and his 
scheming ways and his deceptive ways had to find out what Eve's weakness was or what it, what was it about Eve that he could use against her. Mm-hmm. So what does he do? He says, surely God didn't say, hath, excuse me, I'm paraphrasing, of course, mm-hmm. hath God said that you can't eat of any of the trees in the garden? And Eve is like, with without even knowing, Eve is like, oh no, we just can't eat of that one. And now the enemy is like, ah, Got him. I see. There it is. And he uses that against her, but he would have never had access to that had Eve not opened her mouth and used her words to give him that direction. And when he and when she did, then we notice what happens. The enemy uses his words to deceive her into thinking that she's something into thinking that she's not something she already is and so he tells her you know oh god doesn't want you to eat from that tree because he's afraid that you'll be like him but wait a minute what eve missed and i'm i'm gonna go just a little bit this way because i can go even more into it but what eve missed was Satan, you didn't even know which tree it was from the jump. So how are you going to tell me what God is suggesting? Like, how are you going to tell me what God is thinking? You didn't even know what tree he told us not to eat from. But this just goes to show the power of words, how the enemy is is so... I'm not giving credit to him, but he's very strategic with words. But yet, at the same time, he's limited by our words. Because he doesn't have access to us until we speak. But then he doesn't have dominion over us because we can speak against him because we have authority in Christ. But I just thought it was so interesting that he needs our words before he can have access to our life. And that's that's another important aspect of, of how weighty and important our words are. That's interesting that you say, we're talking about the enemy, right? Um, but like how the enemy uses our words as fuel. And so it's like, <laughs> well, I didn't know now until now, you know, um, thank you. And then it just opens to me. It's like you opened another door and then another door and then another door, right? Instead of taking it to God. Um, and of course, we can always either way take it to God. Um, but our first thought should be taken to God instead of, well, this is this, and I'm afraid of this, and I don't know about this. I'm a little insecure when it comes to this. Like, take it to God first. Like, let Jesus handle it, you know, um, instead of just airing out your woes and complaints and woe is me, right? Just bring it to God because you do open the door You to the enemy. He just steps right on in and starts playing with your mind. Starts playing with your thoughts. And you think scripture is there? No. Your insecurities and everything else he starts working on. Working on. Working on. Using us feel working on. And then like for instance, you may come in contact with someone who's the most negative person ever, but for some reason, you just want to tell them all of your business, and boom, there it is, they go in, because that's all they know is negative, and you're just like, oh, mm, I probably should have done that, and it's just like, so the enemy works through people too, right, it's not just in your mind all the time, um, but that's where he, the strongest 
heart is and where he attacks is your mind but however the enemy does work through people and um they're i'm gonna say there's horrible people there's horrible spirits um because people aren't horrible right it's what's using them (laughs) um um to do and say the things that they do and say so um but yeah like opening the door giving just like you would give the lord key or the lord would give you keys and access to things like you give keys and access to the enemy when you start um speaking negative when you start on yourself you know even on other people you like you reveal things about other people that you give the enemy access and keys to and now he can go attack them so it's not just about you you can be a stumbling block to others in their walk with god Nah, nah, that was, uh, that was it. Alright, well, we are back, um, how often are we doing this? You'll get us, uh, <laughs> we want to do every other Thursday, so, so twice a month. Right. Uh, with the podcast, so, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So just check us out, we're on, this should be on Spotify, and then also we post on Facebook, uh, Chelsea Harris Donnell Harris boom 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 and yeah this is just some nuggets some sit down talk time some coffee time some tea time um, <laughs> of just the worlds of you know world events or um, certain situations that everyone thinks of but doesn't say and we just talk about it of course in accordance with God's word because you don't, like we just said, want to say anything outside of God's word that doesn't correlate, right? That isn't within context. So, <clears throat> you get anything? No, just uh, leave some comments on Facebook. Y'all mm-hmm. tell us what y'all think. Uh, or if y'all got, you know, some nuggets, we'll take those too. Trust me. Right. <laughs> we like to take heed to wisdom any way we can get it. Right. Because we don't claim to know everything. Never have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, still learning. But yeah, love y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we will see y'all next time. <laughs>